Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to the Betting Pros NFL podcast brought to you by BetMGM. I'm your host, Dan Harris. You can find me on Twitter at DanHarris80. It is time to break down some of our favorite and our least favorite bets for the Week 14 NFL slate. With me to talk about it all is Ian McMillan, a writer for OddShark.com and my eighth favorite guest that we've ever had. You can find him on Twitter at Ian Mac OS. I'm going to spell that for you as I always do. Uh, that's at I A I N Mac M A C O S. Ian, thank you for coming back on. How you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Did you say I'm your eighth favorite guest? That's correct. I have a leaderboard. <laughs> you have a yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, man. Come on. I have a leaderboard now. Look. I've got to be honest, the difference between you and number six, not that much. So you can really push ahead right now if you kind of bring your all. Are you ready to do that? I am definitely ready to do that. All right. Well, you guys know how this goes by now. Ian and I are going to give our three best bets for this weekend's games. We're going to give you one bet to avoid. And then we're going to list our favorite prop of the week. But first, we need to review last week. And I realize now that I have never named this segment where I review what the guests and I did last week. So, Ian, I figure, you know, we're bearing all from last week. We're not hiding anything. How does calling this one the Full Monty sound to you? Is that cool? Yeah, sounds pretty good to me. Wonderful. So great. Everyone listening, get ready. Dan Harris is about to go full Monty. And I'll warn you, it's not pretty. I hit on my best bet, which was the Rams laying three to the Cardinals, but I missed on both the Cowboys Bills over 47 and the Jets Bengals over 41 and a half, as well as my top prop of DJ Chark over 100 receiving yards. And our guest Steve Merrill hit on his top pick, the Packers laying six and a half to the Giants, but he missed on the 49ers Ravens over 47, the Raiders getting 10 from the Chiefs, and Aaron Rodgers over 250 passing yards. So it is time to bounce back. And Ian, if you want to rise in the rankings, I suggest you uh, be accurate today you're going to get us started here with pick six we're each going to give three of our best bets start us off okay yeah my first one is i would say my number one favorite bet for this weekend it's the 49ers plus two and a half over the saints you know a lot of people don't they always talk about the patriots and their impressive defense but the 49ers are actually the team that give up the fewest yards per game and I actually think the Saints are a little bit overrated I think if any team in the NFC that's in the playoffs right now is what some people would say a fraud I would say it's the Saints just because their schedule has been so easy since early in the season really their last tough game was against the Cowboys uh, about week four I believe that was so I, I, I think the, the 49ers are getting undervalued almost every single week. I don't know when people are going to catch on that this is one of the best teams in the league. So getting them as an underdog, two and a half points, I'll take that all day. So 49ers plus two and a half. So do you fear at all? I mean, look, this is a big game for both teams. The 49ers, I believe, are now the fifth seed. The Seahawks have passed them. Um, so they're desperate for a win. But the Saints here, I mean, they've got to take this win to be able to try to clinch home field, that's going to be a big thing for them in the playoffs. And Drew Brees at home, are you not scared at all about, you know, look, he's usually pretty good in big games at home. That place is going to be crazy. You think the 49ers, who are coming off a game, by the way, a tough game there where they, you know, really went toe-to-toe with the Ravens, a lot of hard hitting um, on a shorter week than the Saints, who are coming off a Thanksgiving game. They've had extra time. You still think in this game, even though, again, the betters are with you because the spread when it opened, when I saw it, was three, so it's down to two and a half. You still confident there that the 49ers can kind of overcome all those variables? I am. And, and I mean, you you mentioned the Saints at home. Uh, the Saints are actually two and seven against the spread in their last nine games as a home favorite so I think I think their home field advantage might be a little bit overvalued 
Um, also, the 49ers 4-0 against the spread in the last four games as a road underdog. So both those kind of trends favor my pick. So, of course, I mean, I'm a little bit worried. Yeah, of course. But no, it's not enough to not enough to deter me from taking the 49ers. Out of curiosity, how do you see the game unfolding? You think they're going to go toe-to-toe scoring a ton of points? Both teams are pretty decent defensively. You think it's going to be sort of a closer battle like that? Or just generally speaking, how do you see it? I think it's going to be a game people are going to really start to question Drew Brees. I think he's just, I don't know if he has the zip in his arm that he quite, that he used to have. So I see the 49ers winning actually by double digits. All right. Well, one of the reasons I asked you that was not just to get your outstanding analysis. And it was a great stat, by the way, about the Saints at home with the spread, but really because it's going to lead into my pick, which I was going to give a little later, but it dovetails perfectly with yours, which is this same game, the 49ers and the Saints under 44 and a half. Now you've laid out a lot of the reasons. And really, when you're looking at the over under in this game, it's not rocket science. You've got two elite teams, two very good defenses. As I mentioned, the 49ers are coming off that tough grinded out game against the Ravens they're excellent with the run but that's kind of where the Saints specialize that's the strength of their defense against the run they're coming on the road again for the second straight week in this crazy environment where you've got you know the fans are going to be nuts and so you look at the 49ers when they put up a lot of points they usually do it by getting a lot of turnovers they're third in the league with 29 turnovers but in games that they don't go crazy in terms of scoring it's usually when they're unable to force a ton of turnovers and I think that's what's going to happen here the Saints have turned it over just seven times on the season. That's the fewest in the league. And when you look on the other side of the ball, you mentioned the deal with Drew Brees. The offense just is not dynamic at the moment. I'm not sure whether or not Brees is just feeling his age. He's obviously getting up there. Maybe he hasn't quite fully recovered from that thumb injury. You know, he obviously had the surgery on the ligaments, so maybe that's it. But he certainly does not look anywhere close to even the Brees we saw two years ago at this point. Alvin Kamara has not really gotten it going since coming back from his injury. So they're really not at the point where they're going to be able to put up a ton of points especially as you mentioned on a great defense like the 49ers so you know 44 and a half that's not a crazy number um it's not really all that high but it's certainly not overly low so I think for me I I, I'm not sure I I I'm confident on either side in terms of the spread you make a lot of good points but for me I see the total kind of here as coming in under 44 and a half yeah, I to be honest, I like that pick a lot too on the total. I would leave uh, lean the under as well. Uh, for don't 49ers are have the second most rushing attempts per game as well. So anytime you have a team that likes to run the ball a lot, that's going to keep the clock moving. And the more the clock moves, uh, that helps the under. So yeah, I like the under there as well. Yeah, I think both teams are going to try to control this game. I don't think anybody's going to be like let's let's you know push it down the field and score points. So I, I feel pretty good about that one. Let's move on to your second pick. What do you have? So for my second pick, I'm going to go, are you, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go jet or sorry, dolphins plus five versus the jets. I was going to say, are you, you're, are you a jets fan? I am a jets fan. I, All right. Hold on. Hold on. I just want to make it clear. You have now moved up to seventh in the overall guest <laughs> ranking just by remembering that. So you're on a awesome. roll. Go ahead. Perfect. Go ahead. But I might drop back down in the ranking because I'm going to be betting against the jets. I'm taking the dolphins plus five in this game. To be honest, I think the Jets, I think they had that momentum after Sam Darnold said, hey, if we run the table, we're going to, uh, we have a chance at the playoffs. And then they won a few games back to back and then losing last week and just getting absolutely crushed in that game. That's that that's a momentum killer. That's a morale killer. And then on the other side of the thing, uh, 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 on the other side of the ball with, with Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins, Ryan Fitzpatrick going against his old team. And we saw a little bit of Fitz magic uh, Oda Fitzpatrick last week. He He's 
You know, it's 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 classic him. He's he's gonna throw the ball. He can throw for two, three, four touchdowns in a game. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets actually do win this game, but I think five I think five is too many points. And the Dolphins are just kinda they're at the point of the season now. They know that they suck. They know, you know, obviously they're eliminated eliminated from the playoffs, but they're kinda because they've accepted that fact, it looks like they're actually like playing with a little bit of fun. You saw that trick play, that wild trick play that they had last week to score the touchdown. It's like they're kind of just having fun out there. And if you're going to have fun, you're going to play loose. And that's when you can kind of win games, especially against teams that might be a little bit more demoralized after that tough loss last week. So, uh, Dol- uh, yeah, I like the Dolphins. And, I, I, and another thing to keep in mind with the Dolphins as well against the spread this year they aren't too bad they're six and two i believe it is again in the last eight games uh as an underdog which is the last eight games i don't think they've been a favorite so i think the dolphins are a little undervalued here yeah i mean i i think all of that is fair and especially with jamal adams probably going to miss the game that certainly changes thing with the jets but i'll be honest i you know this is a game where you know when i'm looking at the breakdown it kind of looks like there's a little bit of a difference between the public side and the sharp side sharp side seems to be a little bit on the jets and and you get it because sort of classic is you know uh, buy low sell high a little bit right the jets are in the perfect spot where you'd be like okay they're, they're they had put up 34 points in three straight games they lay a complete egg against the Bengals. they're not as bad as that but the public's going to look at that meanwhile the dolphins come off that awesome win against the eagles where as you mentioned it the crazy trick play that they ran right near the goal line so it is a spot and the spread has moved you know look ahead might have been seven i think it's down to five so you know certainly it's something where when i look at it generally uh, the factors generally you kind of just look at the basic ones they would favor the dolphins right they're coming off that big win they're playing loose they're playing fun you know they don't fitz magic is certainly you know on the upswing right now he's got he goes through these periods where he's dominant and with the jets you could just see them totally being like all right man well that was it jamal adams went down Le'Veon bell's touches are trending down sam darnold is banged up but I, honestly, if I'm forced to bet this, this just kind of strikes me as the last hurrah for the Jets. They've got tough games coming up. They, they've got the Ravens coming up. This might be their last chance here for a win. And I kind of feel like they're going to come out and they're going to put a hurting on the Dolphins because I think the public side is going to be so with the Dolphins. So I, I get your side of it. I, I can't really point to any specific you know metrics or anything like that or even really a, a narrative that disagrees with where you're going um but for me when i look at it i think this is one where i'm probably going to be taking the jets and you know i i wasn't as sure when it was six or six and a half even i mean it's a dead number once you're down that low regardless but i think at five i think i lean towards the jets but I, you know again i'm not uh i'm not you know going after you too hard on that one because i think you're probably gonna i think the majority of experts on our site are gonna go with it but for me i th- think i'm gonna lean with the jets there getting five yeah no that's fair and also i mean it is a divisional game so divisional games anything can happen i mean both teams know each other so well so that's also why i kind of i like to have the points in divisional matchups yeah absolutely by the way i said getting five of course i meant giving five um but uh yeah it's going to be an interesting one but again this strikes me as sort of like all right last hurrah you know i wouldn't be surprised if Le'Veon bell event you know gets shut down early or anything like that this is kind of their last time they lost against the dolphins they probably want a little bit of a revenge there so i think they're going to come out firing so we'll see about that now my next game is one where i kind of am sort of doing the opposite of what I just said, like the classic buy low, sell high. I'm not doing that with this game, unfortunately. And that is the Titans laying three to the Raiders. Now, when I first looked at this, it was down to two and a half. That's where I got it on the betting pros uh, on, on when I make my picks because um, you can get it in whenever you, you pick what the odds are. So I took them at two and a half. It's back up to three. 
I look at this line, it just it feels to me like it should be significantly different, and that's just not how everybody is looking at it. Um, the consensus are, are pretty split down the middle at what this game should be. The sharp money looks like it's coming in on the Raiders. So I, I have a question for you, Ian. Are the Jets, who we just talked about, are they a good team? Are they a good football team? You can Jets? be honest. Don't 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 hide it. You can be honest with me. Are the Jets a good football team? I would say they're they're the definition of average. All right. I would be say they're below honest. they're below average, man, but you're killing my narrative. Are the Jaguars <laughs> a good football team? No. Are the Falcons a good football team? Oh, I'm a Falcons fan, so I'm going to say of course, no, but no. All the coaching three, is bad is what I'll say. All three of those teams <laughs> have a better point differential than the Raiders this season. So, Ooh. again, this is the buy low, sell high part, right? The Raiders, you know, have gotten beaten up pretty good by the Jets and the Chiefs. Both of them were in colder weather where Derek Carr usually struggles. They're coming home. They've had this brutal travel schedule all season. So you're kind of like, okay, this is a spot where, you know, maybe now you can buy low on them. The Titans, meanwhile, they're on the, the roll. They've won a bunch of games, but a lot of them kind of on fluky, you know, plays here. I mean, they easily could have lost to the Bucks. They could have lost to the Chiefs. They could have lost to the Colts. But I really don't see this as a game that the Raiders are going to win. I mean, I could see it, I guess, getting to a point if everything breaks right but overall I'm not concerned they have to be able to run the ball the Raiders with Josh Jacobs that is the bottom line that is how their offense has to function and right now Jacobs is playing through a fractured right shoulder according to him I mean you know that's that's great he's missed practice for most of the week and the Titans are one of the best teams against the run they allow just four yards per carry seventh best in the NFL the Raiders have lost Hunter Renfro. Tyrell Williams is a shell of himself as he battles plantar fasciitis the Titans defense it, just strong. They allow just 19 and a half points per game. That's eighth best in the NFL. So I, I don't really feel like this is a buy low opportunity for the Raiders and their offense. And meanwhile, Ryan Tannehill is playing great football. I mean, this is not just where he's like, wow, look at them. They're winning because it's not Marcus Mariota. No, affirmatively, he is playing excellent football right now. He's incredibly accurate. He's decisive. He's using his legs. The team is averaging 29.7 points per game with Tannehill under center. It is late in the season. Nobody wants to get in Derrick Henry's way when he's running, which leads to a ton of red zone efficiency, especially now that uh, Tannehill has taken over and they're moving the ball well. The Raiders just strike me as a team that look like they're on the verge of giving up. They had this great run. They were suddenly in contention, and now it just looks like it's kind of all falling apart. The Titans are surging. I buy their recent performance, so I really, really like this game. And it's weird to me that I'm kind of on the the wrong side of it when you look at the way the sharp money is coming in. But I will take the Titans laying three to the Raiders. Yeah, I like that pick. I'm not going to bet on this on that game myself. The hardest thing about betting on the NFL is there's not very many games in a season. Like, we're at the end of the season now, and the teams have only played 12 games with, right. with the bye week. So you just don't have a big sample size. And when that happens, some teams, half the games they look like they're a great team. The other half the games they look like a terrible team. And you just don't have enough games to look at. And both these teams, in my opinion, fall into that category where I just don't know what I'm going to get from either team because I haven't seen them play enough. And it's just been so one side or the other. The Titans beat the Chiefs one week, and then, you know, they get shut out by the Broncos another week. And the, the Raiders are just like that. So I, I, like the, I, I like the pick. It's going to be a stay away for me, though, just because both those teams throw the Buccaneers in, in with them as well. It just teams it's impossible to bet on because I have no idea what team's going to show up. Yeah, I can look 
I can see me looking back, uh, you know, in this game on Monday being like, why? Well, what was yeah. I thinking? Why yeah. was I looking at it this way? <laughs> exactly. But for right now, I'm totally in uh, on the Titans at this point. And, you know, again, even though they, they could have easily lost, you know, I don't know, half the games that 10 started. I mean, those games, you know, in, in the end, they did find ways to win. And I, I trust their defense. And it's as much of a sell. I'm going to continue to sell the Raiders right now with the way they're looking lately uh, as I am buying the Titans. But let's move on here to your third pick. What do you have? Yes, uh, my third pick here. So I took two underdogs with my first two picks. I'm going to take a favorite here, and this kind of follows the same theme. Now I'm going against what kind of I, I kind of did with my last pick, where I'm now going to buy low on a team. So I'm going to take the Patriots minus three against the Chiefs. And I mean, we see this year in and year out of at some point in every single season, the Patriots put a, a couple of average to not so great games, uh, kind of in a string, and people start questioning oh is Tom Brady washed up are the Patriots dynasty is their dynasty finally over and you're starting to hear whispers of it after their loss last week so I think this is a good time to buy the 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 Patriots I mean they're still a favorite but it's three points as long as it stays at that three point mark then I'm happy with it and don't forget the Patriots are at, are, are at home too and they're I mean they're unreal at home they've won 21 straight games at home they're 16 and 5 against the spread in those games they still have the arguably the best defense in the league uh you could argue maybe the 49ers now a Patriots defense and have a great week last week um but their defense is fantastic Tom Brady yeah he might have slowed down a bit but you can't discount Tom Brady and the running game is great. So, and then the Chiefs on the on, on and for the other team, the Chiefs, their defense has not looked good. I don't think they're the chief, the same Chiefs uh, that they had last year after losing a couple of pieces of a uh, couple of players on defense. So, I think it's a great time to buy the Patriots low. I'm going to take them minus three. Yeah, I I can't disagree with anything that you're saying. And they're coming off a loss, by the way, too, right? And then coming home, yeah. like it, it just seems unfathomable that they would lose this game. But I think this is going to be one where I'm going to wind up staying away from it as well. And and again, if I do go in on it, I'm almost certainly going to go with the Patriots for all the reasons that you're saying. But in the end, man, there are two things that make me a little nervous. One is that the defense, as good as it is, the one bugaboo I feel like they kind of have that you see is that they struggle a little bit with mobile quarterbacks because they play so much man defense. They rely on their corners who just kind of have their back to the quarterback, right? They're just playing up on their men that that leaves them vulnerable a little bit to guys like Lamar Jackson, to guys like Deshaun Watson. Even when the running, you know, totals aren't there necessarily for the quarterbacks, I think that style gives them a little bit of trouble. You saw, you know, Mahomes, he obviously had the knee uh, injury, but since he's been back, he hasn't been running like crazy, but he scored a rushing touchdown last week. He had about 25 yards. He has that threat. So it makes me a tiny bit worried there. And the other thing is, Man, look, I'm a Jets fan, as we talked about. I don't think the end is ever going to come for Tom Brady. And we've looked at this each, you know, the last several years. You could be like, oh, this has got to be done. This has got to be done. But, you know, as much as it is about him, and I know he's on the injury report this week, apparently, with both an elbow and now a toe injury. Who knows? But, you know, he's getting hit a lot. And the receivers, other than Edelman, are just kind of raw. I mean, Sanu is there, but he's been in and out. Dorsett has been in and out. You know, the young kids, Harry, you know, he obviously ran the wrong route the other day and uh, in the last game, and Brady was pretty fired up about that. It gets me a little worried about just being like, well, they're the Patriots. Of course they're going to bounce back, and we've seen this. I I get really a little bit worried about their offense. So if I'm going to go in with that said, as much as I'm, I'm saying negatives, that's really just what's keeping me from being 
all in here on the Patriots and saying, yes, this is going to be one of my picks. Overall, if I were forced to pick a side, I would be on your side. But I just get a little nervous, man, watching him. I don't know. I've been watching him, obviously, for 20 years. This this just, this just is as bad, I think, as I've seen him look. So it makes me a little bit nervous. Yeah, those are all fair points that you make, for sure. All right. For my final pick, uh, I'm going to continue to buy high with the team. Although, to be fair, the team they're playing should also be buying high. And that's the Ravens laying six to the Bills. When I originally wanted this, it was five and a half. That's not a huge difference. Like a little more at five and a half. I will take it at six. The Bills... Uh, extremely extremely impressive this entire season that was a huge win over the Cowboys on Thanksgiving now they're coming home they are on the Patriots heels there is a legitimate chance that after this week they could have the same record as the Patriots I'm still fading them Uh, really rather than fading them I'm more just buying the Ravens completely and Lamar Jackson they're coming off that tight game in horrible weather against the Niners an elite team Jackson couldn't throw the ball at all and they still managed to win that game by three. The Greg Roman system and Lamar Jackson's play just creates what essentially amounts to being an unstoppable force. And it obviously, you know, their offense, it's almost entirely about the run. Jackson has been a far better passer than we've expected, but a lot of that is because the running game opens everything up. And that's really where you can attack the Bills defense on the run. They allow four and a half yards per carry. They really struggle when the runner gets past that first level, leading to bigger plays. The Bills have a great defense, but it's primarily the pass, and it's not as if the Ravens sort of rely on unstoppable wide receivers or anything. It's all about their scheme. They're going to be able to run the ball and run it well, and I think they're going to be able to put up points kind of at will here, and I don't see the same thing for the Bills. They've been held to 21 points or fewer in seven of their 12 games. The ones they went over that were two against the Dolphins, the Giants, the Redskins, and now the Cowboys, none of which have elite defenses now the Ravens defense was beatable early but now not at all Brandon Williams being healthy really strengthened their run defense they're good in their secondary Josh Allen hasn't thrown many interceptions but he hasn't been in the position of needing to come back I think he's going to be here I don't see the Bills as being able to put up a ton of points in comeback mode we saw with Deshaun Watson against the Ravens that they practice all day against Lamar Jackson right so they know how to contain a running quarterback like Allen so I just see the Ravens Getting ahead here, holding on. I don't think the Bills are designed to win this type of game. So, you know, it's six points. It's a lot. But I think they're going to win by more than a touchdown. So I'll take the Ravens laying six here to the Bills. Yeah, uh, that that game's a stay away for me, man. Because this is one of those games where it's like all week you lean one side, at least for me. I lean Bills early, and then the more I look at it, I lean Ravens, and then I was back on Bills. So I don't know. I agree with all the points that that, that, that you made. I like the bill. I do kind of like the Bills. I mean, six, six, six and a half. They're at home. Um, if you remember the first time I was on the show, I believe it was the right before the opening weekend. I picked the Bills, or at least I mentioned it that I thought the Bills were going to have a really good year and make the playoffs. Uh, that turned out to be correct. So because of that, I feel like I have like a special little attachment to the Bills. It's hard for me to bet against them now because of that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a stay away from me. I agree with all the points that you made, though. I I, I, I don't hate the pick. Hey, man, let me make it clear, all right? I had the Bills over six and a half for my over-under of my best pick at the over-under wins coming in. And I went to school in Buffalo, so I'm basically, like, married to Buffalo at this point. I'm still willing to fade them. I get it. They're just, you know, the the game against the Cowboys, that was the first one where I really was like, wow, this is impressive. But still, at this point, I just can't, I, I can't get behind them. I think they're going to need a lot of points here. I don't think they're really going to be equipped to put it up, so... 
I'm going to lay the points. It's a little scary, I agree, but uh, I'm going to lay them. So let's just recap here what we have. You like the 49ers getting 2.5 from the Saints, the Dolphins getting 5 from the Jets, and the Patriots laying 3 to the Chiefs. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints and the 49ers under 44.5, the Titans laying 3 to the Raiders, and the Ravens now laying 6 to the Bills. All right, before we get into our next segment, I want to tell everyone about the sponsor of today's show, BetMGM, and their latest pretty much guaranteed money offer. Tom Brady, we just talked about him. He is not looking quite like he did in his prime, but do you trust in the GOAT to complete even one pass against the Chiefs this weekend? Because if you do, if you are willing to risk $1 on that, then you're about to win 100 times your money. Seriously, just search for and download the BetMGM Sports app on your phone or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up for an account and use our promo code HARRIS. Place a $1 money line bet on the Patriots to beat the Chiefs this weekend. If Tom Brady completes even a single pass in that game, you win $100 in winnings regardless of whether the Patriots actually beat the Chiefs. One pass. If Ian or I was the quarterback of the Patriots, you would still probably win $100. Maybe not Ian, like a quasi-athletic <laughs> quasi human or something. If you sign up, you will see that crazy boosted odds bets like this are not really all that rare. You'll have plenty of opportunities to maximize your money. So just download the BetMGM Sports app and sign up using our promo code HARRIS. These winnings are paid in free bets. You must be 21 years or older, and although you can sign up and easily deposit money anywhere, you must be in the state of New Jersey to place a sports bet, and certain restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for the full list of terms and conditions, and if you've got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Ian, let's move on to It's a Trap, where we list the line we are avoiding. Go ahead and start us off. Yeah, so I, I briefly touched on this earlier. The game I'm avoiding is the Colts and the Bucks mainly because of the of what I touched on earlier, Justin, Jameis Winston. You have no idea what you're going to get from Jameis Winston, even from drive to drive, not even just week to week. One drive, he'll look like an NFL MVP quarterback. The next drive, he looks like he shouldn't even be the starting quarterback, and that's reflected he's been benched already uh, a couple times this year, and then he's come back later on in the game. So, it, And then on the other side of things, the Colts, I feel like we're, what, 13, 14 weeks in the season. I still don't know what to think about Jacoby Brissett. I feel like I don't, I'm still back to square one where it was when Andrew Luck announced his retirement. I don't know what we get from him. The Colts have beat some good teams, but they've lost to some bad teams. The Buccaneers are the same way. They've beat some good teams. They've lost to some bad teams. This game makes no sense to me, and I will not touch James Winston with any kind of bet, and I haven't since like week five of the season just because, I don't know, you can't figure James Winston out. So I pretty much was putting whatever Bucks game was going on that week in this segment for like four or five straight weeks for exactly <laughs> that reason. Look, if I'm forced to pick a side here, it's going to be the Bucks just because, you know, as good as uh, the Colts looked early on, as good a coach as Frank Reich is, this team just seems like a team that's right about to kind of shut down here. I mean, T.Y. Hilton's probably out for the season. Even if they get Marlon Mack back, they want to run the ball the whole time. You cannot do that against the Bucks. But on the other side, yeah, you mentioned it. It's Winston. It's all Winston. There's no way that I could feel comfortable backing someone like Winston because even if you're in a position to cover, there is just this backbreaking pick six or fumble waiting to happen at the end. So, I, I, you know, I've tried to stay away from using the Bucks every time here, so I'm glad that you did because I'm in agreement with you there. As for me, I'm avoiding the Eagles laying nine and a half 
to the Giants. So Eli Manning's coming back, and honestly, I'm not really sure whether or not that's a positive or a negative for the Giants at this point, but whatever it is, I certainly have no faith that their offense or their defense is going to be able to do anything here, but there is just no way that you can back either the Giants or the Eagles, a team that I took last week laying 10 to the Dolphins and who got beat outright as we talked about. They have been injured for much of the season. They've dealt with a lot of stuff, but there's just something missing from this team. I I don't know what it is, but it's missing. So if you can go out and put up that performance against the Dolphins after the Cowboys gave you an opening like that under no circumstances, can you be trusted, let alone laying nearly double digits? And add to that that this is a divisional game two teams that know each other very well it's just something where i'm going to completely avoid so i'm not going anywhere near the eagles laying nine and a half to the giants yeah that makes a lot of sense to me if it was a sunday two o'clock in the afternoon game i would stay away from it too but it's a primetime game and i think i'm legally obligated to bet primetime game so i have to bet on it i'm probably probably just going to take the under and call it a day but I agree with all with all the points you made. That's a it's a tough one. If you had to make a pick, which would it be? On a side? Yeah. Giants. I think I'd go Giants. Believe in Eli Manning. He's his record I saw is exactly five hundred, so he needs that one win to get over the five hundred mark. So yeah, <laughs> give me the Giants. And I guess you could see him just being like, All right, let's, you know, throw caution to the wind here. It's yep. it's you know, my last Monday night game. Let's go crazy. But exactly. uh, I certainly will be sitting on the sidelines of this one and not going anywhere near it. So I'm avoiding the Eagles laying nine and a half to the Giants, and you are avoiding the Bucks laying three. To the Colts. Now, before we get into our final segment, remember we've got a signed Michael Thomas helmet giveaway contest going on. You can get more details over at bettingpros.com slash contest, but to be entered, just leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Send a screenshot of that review to contest at bettingpros.com. Now, I said on Monday's show that I was going to announce the winner of the Odell Beckham Jr. helmet giveaway on this show. But I'm a big old liar. I will announce it on Monday's show, though, however, I promise. And uh, the winner will be notified, and everything will be perfect. My bad on that one. All right, it is time for Top Prop, where we list our top player prop of the week. Ian, get us started. Yes, I'm taking, and I actually love this prop bet. I'm taking Nick Chubb over 125 rushing yards against the Bengals at plus 106. So first off, Nick Chubb is averaging the most rushing attempts per game in the NFL right now. He's averaging 19.8 rushing yards, or sorry, rushing attempts per game, and then rushing yards per attempt, he's averaging 4.9. So Nick Chubb, not a lot of people are talking about him, but he's actually quietly been one of the best running backs in the entire league. And then when you look at the Bengals' defense, they are one of the worst rush, actually they, they are the worst rush defense in the entire league, allowing 157.6 rush yards per game. So this seems like a layup to me. It seems like the obvious bet to make. I think Nick Chubb's going to have a big game. The Browns, the, I mean, their season's basically all but over. So I think they're going to. I think they, I think they're going to come out and, and run hard against the Bengals. Yeah, I like the pick. I'd be a little worried about the fact that Kareem Hunt continues to kind of siphon off some carries since he's been back. Uh, you know, with, with Chubb, but in the end, it's such a great matchup. They are going to run it all the time. And, you know, Baker Mayfield, you know, it, it's not nothing, the hand injury that he has. I mean, he's poo-pooing and everything like that, but it really looked like it was affecting him. So I think they are going to come out. It's getting cold. They're going to lean on the run. So I like it. It's bold. That's a high number. I'm going to go with a smaller number and a much, much 
worse running back. I'm going to go with Darius Geis over 75 rushing yards against the Packers. That's at plus 190. So you're almost getting two to one on your money. You know, you can run against the Packers. There are two big negatives here for the Redskins. You've got the game script. They're probably going to be behind. And the fact that Geis is likely going to split work with Adrian Peterson again. But again, you know, two to one on your money. You're obviously taking for the odds. Geis has yet to receive more than 10 carries in a game. I think he's going to get more than that in this one. He's shown that he's healthy. He's running well. I think they want to let him run a little bit towards the end of the season to get him ready going into next season. It's in Green Bay. It's not going to be the prettiest weather. I mean, it's not bad or anything, but it's not going to be balmy or anything like that. Dwayne Haskins cannot pass against a bad, uh, against a uh, very good um, pass defense. So they're certainly going to want to run it against sort of the Packers Achilles heel, which is their run defense. There's going to be a lot of running as again, the Redskins have basically done since Bill Callahan took over. They're just, you know, they play the fastest games in the NFL because they just run nonstop, even with splitting time with Adrian Peterson. I think guys can still see 15 carries. I think you can get to that 75 yard number. So for me, given the fact that it's basically two to one, I will take Darius guys over 75 rushing yards at plus 190. I, I love that. I mean, he look at the game he had last, He had a monster game last weekend. 10 carries, 129 yards, two touchdowns. So, yeah, I love that pick a lot. He's averaging five and a half yards per carry this year. That's a great one. Man, that was really positive on my pick. So, I'm going to be honest. You're up to six now. You're yes. up to six. Yes. All right. If you come <laughs> back again, we'll keep rising up. So, again, you like Nick Chubb over 125 rushing yards. I will take Darius Geis over 75 rushing yards. Well, that is going to do it for today's show. Thanks for coming back on the show. Ian, remind everybody where they can find more of you and your work. Yeah, absolutely. The main place is to follow me on Twitter at Ian S I A I N M A C O S. Also, I'm on Guys and Bets every day. That's the Odd Shark live show. We go live Monday to Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. So uh, check out our YouTube channel. It's just Odd Shark. Awesome. Well, I want to remind everyone about our sponsor, BetMGM, where you can win $100 on a $1 money line bet for the Patriots to beat the Chiefs if Tom Brady completes even a single pass in the game. If you sign up for the BetMGM Sports app using our promo code Harris. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and send a screenshot of that review to contest at bettingpros.com to be entered into our Michael Thomas signed helmet giveaway. Good luck with your wagers this weekend, my friends. We will be back breaking down the early lines for Week 15 on Monday. 